In terms of uh, vaccine coverage for COVID-19, in terms of first dose, our first dose obviously is, is ahead of our second dose. Um, our first dose coverage, we're near to the 80% mark that we want to achieve for herd immunity, uh, but that's again, just first dose. Our second dose uh, coverage is lagging behind and that has been complicated uh, by few challenges. Of course, vaccine shortage is one, but one of course, I'm sure you know, uh, the Sputnik V vaccine in particular, which has a second first, a, a second dose that's different from the first dose. Um, we've had certain supply constraints with those. And so those are now coming in. And when I say now, I mean, over the past few weeks, we've been able to get those second doses after uh, weeks of delays. Uh, so our second dose uh, coverage is coming around. However, to add just a quick bit of nuance to that, um, of course, the Sputnik V vaccine has not yet received emergency use authorization from the WHO. And with a country like the US, for example, being our main travel destination, uh, and they're not accepting the Sputnik V vaccine, we see there's this sort of hesitancy emerging now for persons to go and get that second dose. Uh, because the question is, what's the point if I can't travel? I mean, of course, you'll be protected. Uh, but of course, travel is a huge, international travel is a huge part of the conversation on vaccine uptake right now. Well, why should we know about it? Why is it so important that we should, should know what's going on in countries like uh, Guyana? Why is it important uh, worldwide? Yeah, certainly. Um, very important question. Something that, that I'm really happy you asked. Um, so this situation, uh, put it this way, the reason our government turned to the Sputnik V vaccine, which had not yet received uh, emergency use authorization, was simply because there was a global shortage and the Sputnik V emerged as a vaccine that could satisfy the needs of our population. That is to keep us healthy and to protect us in a time of a global pandemic. And so when you have countries like the US, you know, the US has not had a shortage of vaccines. You all have had vaccines since the beginning. And so now when you institute these sorts of vaccine requirements, and no one is upset that you are, you need to keep your um, population safe. I, I would be the first to admit that, you know, it just sort of brings into uh, the conversation, the whole conversation on, on global inequality when it came to the vaccines. You know, we didn't have a choice. We had to get these Sputnik V vaccines. And I'm sure that's something folks in the US can understand when we speak about global inequality. And so when these travel, um, these travel requirements are instituted, but they sort of place an additional barrier on who is vaccinated with what type of vaccine, it really just reminds us why we had to take those vaccines in the first place, right? And so I think people are upset, people in Ghana might be upset that they can't travel to the US, but I think the wider, the US and all other countries, let me not keep it to the US alone, but I think the wider conversation we should be having is the whole situation of vaccine inequality and the fact that we did not have a choice but to get those Sputnik V vaccines.